0: What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the All-Star Comics Podcast. I am your host, Jonathan Cote, and we're coming at you a day later because of the holiday, so thank you guys for coming at us. Joining me on the panel today are... Roger May. Cody Wilson.
1: Johnny Morales. (laughs) (laughs) A.K.A. Kayla Miller.
0: (laughs) And producing, as always, is...
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Lubick? I was waiting for <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wow, we're starting off with a bang today, guys. Anyway, this is a spoiler podcast, so be warned we're going to possibly spoil some things from some books. We typically review a DC book, a Marvel book, and an independent book each week. We're going to do a graphic novel review in just a little bit. We'll do some previews and maybe news, maybe questions, depending on what we've got. It's all up in the air today, guys. Yeah, no, no, nothing major. Um, anyway, Roger, start us off. Tell us about our Marvel book.
3: Okay, so the Marvel book we're reviewing this week is Spider Man Master Plan uh, number one. I think there's only one, it's just yeah. a one shot. Mm-hmm. Written by Robbie Thompson, art by Nathan Stockman, which is the team from the, uh, I'm pretty sure it's a now defunct yeah. Spidey series. But it's the team. Um, so sad. But yeah so um you know spidey's out doing his thing and all of these uh different crimes are going down all at once all over the cities racing around putting out fire after fire and then you know light bulb goes off and he goes hey there might be something more to this and uh then figures out and foils the master plan
0: (laughs) i really enjoyed this book actually um
3: it's good i think i
0: enjoyed this better than the zadarsky spectacular one that we had a couple i mean that one was good too but um i think i liked this because it was just self-contained felt like a saturday morning cartoon spidey was very quippy yep um yeah it it just brought back all the things that i like about spider-man so cody is our (laughs) resident spider-man expert Uh, how did you feel about this one
4: well, I wouldn't go so far to say it's better than the Zarsky book. I think. Did that's, you like that one a lot? Yeah, I think that's probably one of the best Spider-Man launches in a long time. Um, I thought it was an okay read. I mean, Spidey was a good book, but I wouldn't call it great. <laughs> You're getting so
0: much evil eyes. <laughs> jo- Johnny is here, but he's just sitting in the back no, in I'm his I'm corner. No,
2: not <laughs> Isn't
4: time out? I think part of the problem is I'm kind of like burnt out with Robbie Thompson, because. Almost like a year ago, he was doing. Or yeah, he was doing three Spider-Man books at once. Oh, was he? Venom, Silk, and Spidey. See, and uh, this is why wow. it's good
0: that I was not reading yeah.
3: why, right. like, anything I, Spider-Man yeah, or I whatever. S-
4: I think Silk was probably his best, even though it's all three are canceled now. But um,
3: well, but it is Marvel. Yeah, it <laughs> is <Marvel. laughs>
4: But I thought the Master Plan was good. Um, a good light one-shot, a quick read. Um, it probably relates well to the. Um, movie that's going to come out soon. But it didn't bring back the Ditko, the Lee Ditko days, like a lot of people say that it should. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of just too cutesy. Um, usually, Spider Man isn't as humorous in the Ditko um, stories. It's usually more serious, more gravity. Um, Thompson isn't that great with bringing about gravity. It's always <laughs> no, it's light. all light and just <laughs> yeah. fun.
0: It's, but, I mean, it's cheesecake. Essentially. Yeah. Like. But,
4: but it's a good read.
3: Well, yeah, and speaking of which, uh, you know, they, they reprinted uh, Amazing Spider-Man number two in, mm-hmm. in the back of this. With which the was, vulture. Yeah, so uh, go <laughs> figure. Mar-
0: marketing ploy
3: there. Uh, <laughs> um,
1: well, they had to drop a Marvel Spider book real quick with the movie coming out. And this is pretty good for if a kid wants to go and grab a Spider-Man comic. So this is a pretty good one for Once that. Once
0: again, Marvel believing that yeah. everyone's <laughs> going to turn out in droves to comic <coughs> shops. Clearly. <laughs> After a Movie. movie.
3: But I'm not. I'm I'm not as big a fan of the art either. And I felt this way with the Spidey series. It's, it's, for me, it's kind of low grade. It, I mean, it is what it is, and it, it's meant to be entertaining and fun. But I, I I, don't I don't think he. I don't know. Doesn't do it for me on a lot of things. It's a, it, it's fine, mm-hmm. especially for for what the book is, which is like you said, Jonathan. You know, like a a Saturday morning cartoon. Mm-hmm. um But all in all, I I enjoyed it.
4: I like Stockton's art or Stockman, yeah, Stockman's art. I think he's probably the best that they had on Spidey when the series was being published. Um, I wasn't a fan of the other two artists. I can't remember their names. Um, but Stockman wasn't the main. No, he came in later mm-hmm. in the series. Oh. He kind of finished it out. But um, I like the energy of his art. It matches the script well. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's I it's a good, I think it's that. a
0: good pairing of of uh, like a creative team for this. So, um, Kayla, anything else?
1: No, it was all right. Was let's do look. some
0: star ratings. It's early in the morning. We got to get this going. <laughs> Roger, three and a half. Cody, I'd say three, three stars. I'm gonna go three and a half. Also, I actually really <laughs> enjoy this. Johnny apparently says four, even though he's not on the show. I have
1: a question. <laughs> yeah, opinion doesn't how come we didn't read Miles Morales?
4: Because nothing ever happens in Miles, Miles. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Cody. Uh, that's a good point. A good point right? He confirmed.
3: Well, yesterday, I, I I think it was yesterday, I talked to you. Yeah. And, uh, and I told him we were going to switch books. And he's like, that's a good choice. Because yeah. it, it <laughs> takes a whole art for it. to happen.
0: Do you read everything Spider? Yeah. Okay, so you're like me with Superman. <laughs> anything with an S, I read. Anything with a spider, you're on it. I love it. Okay, yeah, cool. Makes sense. Yeah. Oh, also, before we go any further, today is Cody's birthday. Oh, no. Like woop, woop. today, Woo. happy birthday! Happy birthday with us on the show right now. <laughs> we're so, so thank sorry. You. Happy birthday! Yeah, <laughs> first of all, we're sorry. <laughs> Second of all, happy birthday, man! Thank you for being here on on this day, as we have a customer coming in. Like, <laughs> yeah, go ahead and pitch our <laughs> indie book.
1: Lady Mechanica, uh, one of Jonathan's favorite books. Yes,
0: because I love Benitez,
1: and I have never read any Lady Mechanica before. Ever. No. Oh, didn't
0: read Volume One? Nope. Didn't you read? <coughs> Are you sure? That's I'm
1: sad. I know for certain I have never read a Lady book. Oh my book. God! Yeah. I have spiteful reasons for that—that that I'll explain later. But I plan on to, reading it.
0: We need to remedy that immediately.
1: <laughs> so from what I'm I'm gathering from well, this
0: book, Lady Mechanica, oh, number one, the
1: <gasps> the what? Uh, the Clockwork Assassin. The Clockwork Assassin. That's it. Which is it. a great title. I figured. Yeah. I was like, I'm probably just gonna. Start talking about it and Jonathan will take over stop at some it. You point. Stop it,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you stop it Kayla. Well, this is going to be interesting. We're going to
3: have to, we're going to have probably kind of have to keep a lid on, on our commentary first because Cody and Kayla have never nope, read any Lady Mechanica. Uh-uh. And so I'm curious. I want you two to kind of to talk this out. Let us know. Yeah. Ap- okay, go ahead. After, I'm
0: going to just sit back and
3: we'll keep my mouth well, From what
1: I gathered from this book, it's obviously steampunk. Oh. Very steampunk. <laughs> She, Lady Mechanica, I'm assuming is some kind of like superhero slash like detective or something or other. And some company she took down, the people from that are starting to get killed off. And we got to figure out who's doing it, even though it's probably the other creepy lady with all of her creepy ladies that popped up in this.
4: (laughs) Freddie,
3: what'd you think of the story?
4: Well, of course, I'm going in, not ever having read lady mechanica story and um i didn't feel it was that great of a number one issue for a new reader um i went in i can't say i really remember any of the characters names um all the characters are kind of introduced in the same 11 page sequence at a funeral so um it just kind of feels like the writer's going through the motions introduce the person oh they may be a suspect who killed the guy at the beginning and um I feel like when a writer is introducing new characters or introducing characters for the first time for a reader, and this does have a number one on it, um, they should try to make sure there's at least like one trait or one aspect of the each character that sticks out, and I can't really say that worked for all of them, and um, right now they're just kind of the typical archetypes in my eyes.
3: Kayla?
1: I don't know. I kind of thought the opposite. I thought they did stand out, but that might have just been the facial hair, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Well,
3: yeah, because you've got the you've got the root and obnoxious American. You know, you you obviously this is taking place in in, you know, Victorian England. steampunky Victorian. Yeah, Mechanica City.
2: They definitely
1: seem to have their own voices when I was reading it. So I
2: enjoyed it. Do they have a summary in the before the story starts? Uh, I don't believe so.
1: Yeah, I wish they did. A summary would have been nice, but I don't know. I seem to catch on fairly well what was going on. I mean, obviously, I don't know. Everything. Yeah. You don't know what her the whole way is. The way Benitez is.
0: does all of his story arcs is he, he very much kind of follows almost what they do at Image, where mm-hmm. there's a story arc. He takes a couple months off, gets more art going, things like that, comes back. But every new arc is number one. Right. And so each yeah. volume, you know, I think the volumes are numbered one, two, three, four. Yeah. But every time he comes back, it's a new number one. So yeah. Serialized mini J- series. Joel's, yes. Joe mm-hmm. did that for Lock and Key, which I really like. Thank that. you, Johnny. Johnny, <laughs> Johnny? <laughs> is that you? What? <laughs> You're supposed to be building the wall in Mexico right now. I, I told What's you. up
1: with that, Joe?
3: <laughs> I, <told, laughs> I, <know. laughs>
0: I told you, laugh track, man. <laughs> exactly. Go back to your DS. Johnny, go back in your corner
1: my ds
3: your ds Fine. wow <laughs> just kidding I, th- I think i think cody's point is is an astute one i think you know it just it's stepping back and looking at it i think because there's a lot going on one of the things i felt about this uh story in particular this issue was there was a lot going on at the beginning there was mm-hmm. a lot of dialogue mm-hmm. a lot you know
0: uh, this was a much slower start to his to this story arc
3: than previous ones. All
0: the other story arcs were boom, 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 boom. Yeah,
3: this one was very like he was because this is you know, know. On, on on one hand at least not from the reader's perspective, but from from the characters inside the story from their perspective, um, it's kind of a murder mystery. Yeah, you know you have he's a lot doing a murder. Your, You're setting up. You know mm-hmm. he introduces a lot of characters more so than than his other series have done, um, and. You know, everybody's kind of got you know an angle, and there's the backstory with the companies. Was it Blackridge, Blackpool, Blackpool? Um, You know, the guys who work there. You bring in you know the um, the woman who's the rival company. I don't remember. I don't remember the name. Athena. 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 Yeah. Which is where the murders Um, are happening. But that, you know, and and I thought you know when I started reading this, I thought it was a bit slow. Of yeah. Course, oh, it was. I compared was compared to his other
0: ones. Absolutely. Uh,
3: I was in the middle of you know uh, a trying day <laughs> <laughs> when I was reading it. So, Just <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> um, but uh, but then after after about the midpoint, I thought it it picked up pace a little bit uh, after all the characters and the you know Once the different. Once it gets
0: out of the funeral yeah start to yeah. move a little bit quicker. Uh,
1: I didn't have too hard of a time with like I know it's a lot of text and stuff at the beginning. Normally you throw a lot of text at me. Like I saw that, the back half of that Spider-Man, and I, <laughs> I wanted to throw it against the wall because that's a lot of text. But this for me, it wasn't too bad. It seemed pretty easy to read oh, through
0: I, it. I think so. Also, it's just in comparison to his starts of his mm-hmm. other series. I wouldn't know they that. Move, yeah. Oh my god. Just, <laughs> I, I'm borderline offended. Okay. (laughs) That you haven't read. Sorry. But no, like I said, compared to his other series, this was a much slower start, and it's much more of like
3: a who done it beginning. Yeah. Yeah. So. But having read all of the Lady Mechanic, yeah, it's for me. I mean, it's just it's such a treat. I love you know, and I'm you know, it's I'm always curious. I'm curious with like East of West and Saga and Black Money Murders, when a new issue comes out, Mm -hmm. it's like, is it. You know, when's it? When, when am I going to get a bad issue? Yeah, and I never get a bad issue. And yeah. it's the same thing with this. Uh, I love you know. I we, we've reviewed. Uh, uh, I know a Lady Mechanic of Trade and another with another issue. Yeah, <laughs> and um, so you you've heard us gush about Joe Benitez's art in the past, and that and it's oh yeah, the art is still, amazing. It's still on point. I mean, it's just <laughs> beautiful. So.
1: Yeah. phone ring very sharp very steampunky yeah. yeah um I
4: so, oh go ahead I mean if I was Benitez I probably would have structured the issue different, differently so that it started off with a situation in which each of the characters like did something so you kind of remember oh yeah when you're going back that's the guy who did that in the beginning
0: more like a classic setup. For yeah. Done it for a whodunit for a whodunit
4: I feel like just them kind of showing up and walking away Um, it's, I mean, the characters are distinct, but it's just, they're not memorable. Like, I can't
1: say that. Probably because they're about to die. (laughs) (laughs) I assumed as much. I'm like, yeah, okay, so half of
4: these guys are probably going to be dead. But I can't say in like a month I'll really remember, um, any
0: of the characters. I'll tell you this much. The one you need to remember, Lady Mechanica, (laughs) Mr. Lewis. That's about it. Everybody else is probably up on the chopping block. Oh, and, uh, Detective Inspector Singh. He got introduced in a couple of story arcs back. Those three are probably gonna carry all the way through. So and Lewis uh, is has been her like protege through the whole series for the most part. And we've never really known what he's done. He's just kind of always been a little bit of a background drunk who happens to help out Lady Mechanic. And now right. we're understanding, oh, He used to work at Blackpool. He used he's actually somewhat of an engineer. He's a smart dude. Mm -hmm. So, and I think they've they've kind of given you seeds of that throughout the series. Him helping mechanic out with different, you know, engineering issues and and all that. But um,
1: so, if people are trying to get into the series, they should probably start with the beginning, not jump in here. Yeah, I mean,
0: look, this is true for the eyes. I, I, but yeah,
1: you should go back. I'm down.
3: Yeah, you should. I'll give it's, the
1: first volume a chance. But it's, uh, man. No. Uh, there's no, there's
3: nothing wrong with picking this issue up and reading no. it because no. it's a treat. I mean, you'll just you know, like look, I said, you'll know, you'll know whether if if you pick this issue uh, uh, up and read it, you'll know whether or not you want to go back and read the the previous graphic novels uh, based on the art, the storytelling, and stuff like that. But like you'll said, get there's a lot of there's a lot of history that is you know for Lady Mechanica that's glossed over in this issue that. You know, it's Joe Benitez
0: is one of the only guys that I have an art commission of. That's how much (laughs) I like uh, him as an artist. So,
1: we'll pick this up, um, and you'll find out whether you're into steampunk or not, and then.
0: Just I I can almost if you if you're into steampunk, Lady Mechanical Volume One, absolutely, and just go from there. If you want to test the waters, yeah, maybe just grab a single issue and, and at least flip through and check out Benitez's art. But I freaking love it. Anything else? Star ratings? Want us to just go straight to? Sure. Here, Roger. Four stars. Cody. Two and a half. Oh, painful, <laughs> man! That hurts. Not even more for the art. Uh, the
4: art was good, but the story just didn't grab me.
3: You gotta love like his clockwork panels. panels? Yeah, those that, were good. That That's takes okay. time. That's so cool. Oh, of course, he probably has like three panels sitting yes. again and again. But Four stars. So cool.
1: If you could have that much text in... An area and I still keep reading it's got to be pretty good.
0: I'm gonna say four, also um, a slower start than some of his other story arcs, but still really good. It's Joe Benitez. I d- just shut up, and take my money, dude. <laughs> so that, that's how I am with him. All right, uh, the DC book this week is Green Arrow number 26. Yeah. Um, it is the beginning of a story arc, hard traveling hero part one. Ollie is going on a motorcycle across the country to stop. The Ninth Circle, which has been the main, uh, I guess, villain group since they did a Rebirth issue, and surprise, surprise, I still don't like this book since the Rebirth issue. <laughs> Anybody else want to chime
3: in? I, had, you know, I had mixed feelings about it. There was, there were moments reading the story where I thought, oh, I kind of like, you know, this this take, you know, where you're going on it. And there were other moment, moments where I was like. No, no, I don't want <laughs> you know the speed bunnies and and I was
1: I was down for the speed bunnies. Yeah, me
3: too. Um, some of the dialogue between Green Arrow and Flash—that was what turned me off. Really bad, yeah. really bad. I know, should note
0: it's by Benjamin Percy, um, and I think it's Steve Stephen Stephen Byrne, uh, the artist. The, that did the... Um, he's not even the main series artist. He's filling in on this from what I understand because the main series artist is a rotation between <coughs> Otto Schmidt and uh, Juan Ferreira, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. So...
1: I really like the art on this one. Did you? Yeah. The, the art's good. Um, but, yeah,
0: I just... Bercy's dialogue does not oh. do it for me. I don't know. I'll fully,
1: I'll fully admit and be made fun of for the fact that I don't know much Green Arrow and my favorite Green Arrow is actually from Smallville. <laughs> And he, I know, and I will allow myself to be made fun of for that. But that, for me, I enjoyed the dialogue a little more because it's a little lighter, kind of like he was in Smallville. So, for me, that was entertaining. But I also do not know much about Green Arrow. Was he
0: as douchey in Smallville?
1: Yes. Oh, okay. 100%. One hundred percent. Because
0: I, I just reading this, I'm just like, oh my god, this is not the Green Arrow from things yeah. like Identity yeah, this Crisis. Is, this is
1: definitely Smallville Green Arrow. I just
0: look, and I see a lot on like online, Twitter, all that. People gush about this book, and anybody listening out there that wants to to tell me what I'm missing or tell me why you love it, please do. I want to understand <laughs> why some people dig this as much as they do. Because I just I don't like the way Percy writes Ollie. I certainly don't like the way Percy wrote Flash in this issue because that is not Barry. At least not compared to how he is. He was currently. a little bit off.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think it was Barry. Yeah. He, he was. Well, I guess we'll go with douchey. Yeah. <laughs> every character <laughs> he kind of has a douchey overtone. Yeah. That's use true. Different adjectives, but
4: I don't know. Um,
1: yeah. It was entertaining. Not enough to grab me to want to read.
4: Yeah. yeah. It kind of felt like um, a seventies team-up issue, like Marvel team-up. <laughs> uh, and that's how the dialogue reads, too, because the dialogue's really kind of corny and feels, oh, yeah. feels dated. yeah well, there's two
0: instances. Oh, yeah. Let's see if I can find it real quick. There's two instances where he's like, where they're talking, Ollie and, and Barry, and he's like, oh, so you're saying, you know, you want to Team up. team up like they look at the camera you know kind of thing and I'm just yeah. like oh my god that was just such an eye rolling <laughs> groany moment Yeah, and then it was they bad. do the same exact thing at the end we're like we're yeah. gonna team, team up. up and I was just like this is why I'm not reading this book <laughs> this is the exact same feeling that I got from the rebirth issue 26 issues in yeah. Percy has not changed it up so yeah
4: I like the art though. I like oh the Oh, I love the art. The bold yeah. lines and the bright colors. Yeah. It fits the script well. The script's corny.
1: I don't know like I <laughs> said I don't know, I don't know, if, know if it's if Green Arrow, but I also don't know enough about Green Arrow to say Well, <laughs> or not it fits. I've actually never read in. a
4: Green Arrow before in nope just like batman from dc that's it
0: oh well you're you're mr marvel spider-man guy. yeah and i don't, really... i don't have the cash to buy dc <laughs> <laughs> i'm surprised you have the cash to buy marvel with all the 4.99s going well, on. that's yeah. why he doesn't have the cash there's no there's no residual yeah. cash
3: <laughs> you get you get four or five marvel books and it's like yeah i'm tapped <laughs> but um, i can't get coffee
0: Stephen Byrne is is a good artist he, like i said he he did the the justice league power rangers series um and what, uh, what, 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 uh, Johnny?
3: <laughs> it's good. good. He's giving me hand signals.
0: <laughs> um, but uh, I, like you, sir. The I, I was kind of hoping I'd get either Otto Schmidt or Ro- Juan Ferreira because I've, I've seen some teasers of some of the art that they've been putting online.
1: According to Johnny, it's amazing art. It's good. No, they're,
0: they, they need, you know, if Percy's going to write like this, they're going to need top-tier artists to sell the book, mm-hmm. in my opinion. So, and I'm sure I'm going to infuriate some people with that statement. Um, yeah. What Stars? Or do you no? have anything you want to add? You're just uh, like, no, let's get past this. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, there's not really that much to say about it. It kind of felt like a fill-in issue. Like. Which is funny because it's the start
0: of a new story arc. Yeah. Um, considering that, you know, I was kind of excited to read this because they're going to be introducing um, different Justice League members throughout... The, this story arc because he's traveling across country. I think the next place they're going is Washington D.C. And yep. I'm fairly certain because they're going to destroy yeah. it. Yeah, Wonder Woman is supposed to make a cameo in the next issue. So, which if it's the
1: same artist, I'd like to see them. I think it's draw Wonder, Wonder Woman. Uh, actually, I actually think it's Otto Schmidt on that one. Okay.
0: <laughs> so, because I saw yeah, a teaser okay. that they they put, I'm fairly certain it's Otto Schmidt doing that one. It's one of the two main series regulars, but I just I. Uh, if he's going to write Wonder Woman as douchey as he wrote Barry and Hot, uh, I'm not going to lie. This. If he is, I might want to pick it up just to see how he does that. <laughs> Kayla, <laughs> killing me here. Um, I don't know. Roger, you're flipping. Are you looking for something? Yeah,
3: well, there was, there was a point in here where I, I thought that the, the storytelling didn't match up with the art, and I found it really, really confusing, and I didn't know if, if they had made some change. It was. It had to do with the the detective and his. What is she? A sister? Half sister? Half mm-hmm. sister?
0: Well, something I noticed uh, is near the end when they. Oh, the lawyer.
3: Yeah, the lawyer. This this page where they're talking in the restaurant. I mean, because then she she just she puts a cigarette out in the other girl's coffee. At, right which, after she lights it. Right. She
0: lights it, takes one drag, and then puts it out. I'm just like that was kind of a stupid and they're screaming at her, but
3: a bit. I, I don't know i didn't i didn't think that the 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 story and the art didn't really make much yeah. sense well apparently
0: ollie but ollie is in legal trouble also and so he's not supposed to be riding off right
1: across the he country. violated his parole and all fighting stuff. super speed bunnies yeah
0: and <laughs> apparently star city is really seattle that got Renamed and stuff
3: like that. Yeah. So, I like, but outside of that, I liked how he wrote the other characters. Okay. But not Barry and Ollie? and Ollie. Okay, I'm saying.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Cullen, yeah. come on down.
4: Near the end at the um, at the resolution, the there's some kind of dialogue about them having to blow up something in the center of the uh, machine, mm-hmm. and then um, Ollie just shoots his arrow into a control panel. Yeah. So I was kind of confused, like. Didn't they have to do something with the center of the machine or something like that? It's kind of a corny way to end the whole thing. Well,
0: at the same time, when when Barry shows up and is like, "I got this, Ollie. Take you know, get out of here. Like, there's a speed force anomaly in this forest or whatever." A freaking speed force wolf just out of nowhere <laughs> <laughs> attacks Barry right and of somehow course. even though he has Which the speed was... force Ollie's able to hit it with an arrow right. and say he's like yeah you know like I was able to do with my little primitive weapon that yeah. you couldn't do with your powers and I was just like oh my god that was pretty dumb I was like <laughs> that's so was stupid wolf there's a speed force <laughs> bunnies and
1: bunnies and all kinds of
0: fun stuff in this issue yeah.
1: everything's everything's got speed force it, it was
3: well, very speed force on, for, I you, thought for of you for you you had one of the first scenes was of a deer yeah jacked up on speed force yeah but then it's like you know there's a, like a deer skull and bones on the ground. i'm like did it just descend but yeah this guy was what? causing it to you know yeah and I some, don't know.
4: something that confused me is like how the animals were how the Speed Force was it choosing the animals or something? Because when the Green Arrow goes in right next to the machine, he isn't affected by it. But his some, arrows are.
0: <laughs> his I arrows think, are. I think that was from Barry, though.
4: Yeah, and somebody like dies, like shrivels up and turns into an old man, but Green yeah. Arrow's completely fine. Well,
1: that guy I think's Were been you? by the Speed Force like this whole time. Oh, he has. Yeah. Either way, uh,
0: there there was a lot of stuff that was kind of like, huh, going on here. So anyway, let's let's just
3: do some Star Rings. We're gonna, this is going to be a really weird podcast if you're listening to it because we're, we're now open and we have people <laughs> dropping by. Brittany Simons, Emily Simons, and Cohen Simons came in. They brought, Cohen
1: says eh about they, the book.
3: They brought me potato salad.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: Homemade July 4th potato salad. Whoop, whoop. So shout out. <laughs> I'm not That's sharing. That's why I'm you not got sharing.
0: such a big smile on your face all of a sudden.
3: <laughs> yes. So, I'm a southern boy. <laughs> I, I'm easy. Potato salad, down. I should
0: get my mom to make some German potato salad for you. I, done. It's, it's freaking Do awesome. Do it. I, this is only
3: going to last today. So, <laughs> if, if, you want, if you want to hook me up for tomorrow, Sweet. now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have people bringing me in potato salad well, like yeah, every you're day. Gonna,
0: you're going to end up hating it. All right. What would your rating for this book be, Roger? Two and a half. Two and a half as well.
1: 3 for the art. Not enough to make me keep reading it though or go back. 2 for
0: me because I just Percy's not doing it for me. That's one of the reasons I also dropped Team Titans cuz I believe he's writing that book even though that one's a little bit better dialogue-wise, still not great. There
3: was, you know, there was an interview. I think I think it was on Bleeding Cold. I came across my Facebook feed this week and it was Percy talking about um, his plans for Green Arrow. I did, I wanted to try and Read it to get his perspective mm-hmm. on on going into writing this story and writing you know this team up between Holly and Barry. Uh, I didn't get a chance to, so I may I may go back and check that out. Probably not going to change my rating at all because I mean it is what it is. I yeah. just didn't you know didn't yeah. do a whole lot for me. But check that out too if you're you know if you are a fan uh, of of either you know Green Arrow or Flash and this book. Yeah.
0: Uh, What would you guys rather have reviewed this week? place of what?
1: Uh, I always forget about this part. I
0: think I would have rather have reviewed Batman 26, Part 2 of War of Jokes and Riddles. I think that would have been cool. Read the finale to that. Um, (laughs) I think just about anything on DC's roster would have made me happy besides this book. (laughs) I'd probably want to review
4: champions i haven't read it yet i haven't read any of the books i picked up yesterday but um champions is usually pretty consistent
0: okay and then the other book's fine did you want to swap out anything for oh indie or do you even have a oh no i don't even read indie <laughs> <laughs> we are really expanding your horizons
1: i would say rat queens but i've been very curious about lady mechanica so i wanted to read that one. Oh yeah Probably Superman or Batman.
2: Rayquaza is better.
0: Wow.
1: But I haven't read *Lady Mechanica*. That's before, two so different I want to try animals, Johnny. Mm-hmm.
0: Two different animals. That's like apples and oranges, dude. Yeah, yeah you're right.
4: Um, Should I, we go into um, family business?
0: Yeah, we'll get. Well, there we're probably. gonna get there in just a second. Okay. Um. I think I'm. Yeah, everything else was cool. Cause Spidey, or well, I want to call it Spidey. What was it? Master
3: Plan. Spider-Man's Master Master plan. plan was mm-hmm. good. Um. Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe.
0: No, again? never, okay. never again. I, uh, I that just thinking about that makes me want to vomit. Anyway, um, but yeah, mine.
2: yeah.
0: Roger, do you have trivia for us? No. Awesome.
3: <laughs> I was supposed to. Yeah.
0: Okay. A- <laughs> <laughs> are we are we just going trivia list? I don't know. This? What was the what,
3: who was the first villain that Spider Man ever fought? Wasn't the, Bur- the burglar. Technically, but yes, then, uh, Okay, so there's the today.
4: the burglar, and then he fought. Well, like, the Fantastic first like, four. the first traditional. Yes. Villain would be the chameleon.
2: The what?
4: Because he fought him in the first issue with the. Was that oh? The Fantastic uh, okay. Four was in there too. I should have read that one.
0: <laughs> wow. Which one? You, why? Cody, you got Spider Man trivia there? for us? <laughs> yeah, you need to. Because anything I think anything we ask Spider Man related is going to get answered yeah. by Cody. Happy <laughs> birthday, do the podcast for us. Yeah.
2: <laughs> get three questions. Alright,
4: yeah. three questions. Yeah. Um, who was originally going to be the Hobgoblin before it was revealed he wasn't? Ben
2: Uric. No, that's not it. And this
4: kind of goes with the new movie. What? Uh-huh. Okay, so movie? in the 80s, yeah. um, in the 80s, when Tom DeFalco was kind of kicked off the Spider-Man book, he was still carrying Roger Stern's Hobgoblin um, arc okay. of who the Hobgoblin is, and um, Marvel was just trying to clean it up really quickly. So they brought in Peter David to reveal this character was the Hobgoblin after he had been just killed.
0: Okay, I uh, you know what's crazy is Whoosh. I've I've never known the identity of the Hobgoblin as much as I watched like the Saturday morning cartoon. I always knew Green it Goblin. Yeah, I always knew who the Green Goblin was because that's been fairly consistent. Yeah. But I never learned the identity of the Hobgoblin. Well, the so. thing about the
4: Hobgoblin is right after they revealed it, like I think it was 10 years later, sometime in the 90s, Roger Stern wasn't happy with how it developed, so he did a miniseries where he retconned it all and revealed it to be the person he originally wanted it to be. And I think that was Kingsley.
0: Okay. Go ahead and just tell us everything. Because
4: <laughs> okay. the Hobgoblin changes. Yeah. 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 Okay, so the original Hobgoblin was Ned Leeds. And, is and Ned Leeds is Peter Parker's friend in the new movie. Although he looks like Gonke from the Miles Morales series.
2: Uh.
0: Yeah, it does look like him. Interesting. Yeah. Okay.
4: So that's, the Hop So confusing. so confusing.
0: <laughs> I always thought he looked cooler in. than the Green Goblin as a kid.
4: Yeah. Um, let me hmm. think of something else. Maybe something
3: Vulture related. How about, are there any... Uh, Spider uh, Spider-Man universe characters that have died and stayed dead.
4: Well, sixteen oh two's dead right now. What? The sixteen oh two Spider-Man. He died right at in a. Oh, free Peter Parquad? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: That's like Noir Spider-Man.
4: Right? That, no, 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 no. Was... that's another one. No, 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 no. There, <laughs> there's so many Spider-Men.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I would say in the in the six one six. Six one six. Yeah. I mean there's Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben. But he's uh, made. He back. Well, I was he's talking made.
4: I was talking to my friend Casey yesterday going through all the characters who have died and come back and we were tracing the complicated history of Kane. Scarlet Spider like the dark and gritty one from earlier not the current Scarlet Is he Spider. Still
3: around, Kane?
4: Yeah, he just came back again. He he has this he thing where he, he dies back. and he comes back and then he dies and he comes back.
3: Interesting. <laughs> has Jean DeWolf ever come back? No cuz that was a book that we were gonna try and review for the for the uh show but cuz i think you really like that story right that's one of the better yeah that's one of the, yeah, better, that's, that's, one of that, the, the that's the death of jean DeWolf oh is the is the book it's yeah, out of peter, print
4: peter david at his best
3: yeah i like the so, 2099 that's okay.
4: I've got a question okay, okay. who in spider-man's supporting cast um, has the vulture killed you guys won't get this one <laughs> I <laughs> <laughs> have a trivia question. question. Yeah, it was a story in the '90s. So just give that to the listener. Yeah, so uh, uh, that, that, that should be the listener not, question. Yeah, yeah, I was not. And just as a hint, he goes back and apologizes later
3: to to Pete. Well, <laughs> or to not to <laughs>
4: Pete. It's kind okay. of like he apologizes he to Aunt May.
3: Or,
0: okay. So do we want to make that the listener? Yeah, question? we'll make
3: that the listener question. Because so Cody will tell answer. us after we wrap it up. All right, so if you, if you want a chance at winning uh, either the graphic novel or the comics that we've reviewed uh, this week, um, send your answer to Cody's question to all, uh, contact at allstarcomicspodcast.com. Uh, first correct uh, response will get their choice of the graphic novel or the comics the uh and Nathan Armitage just walked in he could get a jump on this if he heard the question oh no but <laughs> <You got it. laughs> um second place we'll get the leftovers yeah so who who did vulture kill and later apologize to Aunt May for killing
4: you want me to say it right now no no no, no. Oh, okay listener no. question because no listener question oh yeah <laughs> because he looked at me I'm like
3: no
1: <laughs> <laughs> after the podcast is all done
4: yeah. all right uh go ahead cody pitches family business all right so family business is um a graphic novel it was published while dan slott was writing superior spider-man but it starred peter parker as himself and um it was kind of in many ways a prelude to the current volume of amazing spider-man because you had peter parker globe trotting like a um a bond agent almost it was like a peter parker in A Bond story.
0: Yeah, it's very much Spider-Man meets espionage.
4: Yeah, and the whole um, grab to it is apparently he has a sister, and she comes back to try to save him from somebody who's who's out to get Peter Parker. Because she
0: apparently is a CIA agent. Yeah, and they're
4: going for Peter Parker, not Spider-Man.
0: Yeah. So, and like you brought up earlier before we started recording, it's a good, you know, novel to read kind of before you go into the spectacular Spider-Man, Zdarsky. Oh, yeah, the
4: current one. Yeah. Because the cliffhanger relates directly to To this. So,
0: and it's interesting because this was, this is an original graphic novel where it's kind of like meant to be a standalone story. Just is it in continuity? Is it out of continuity kind of thing? Yeah, it was,
4: it was really weird when it was first published because it was Peter's, Peter while Otto was in his body. Mm -hmm. So I was like, where does this really fit? And um, Wade and Robinson, the two writers, um, play it pretty loose with continuity, so it could almost fit in anywhere. Maybe even in Peter's current status quo. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has the art by Delato. Gabriel. Gabriel.
3: Gabriel Delato. It's like painted. Yeah.
4: yeah it's yeah. painted, and um, it's very rare for him to do um, comics or interiors anymore. He usually does variant covers, and he did a really cool variant cover for like series for Spider Verse. But um, honestly, the only interior I could think of that he did earlier is Secret War with Bendis back in, like, 2005. So it's really cool to see him on the book. His art lo- always looks good. And I think it's an improvement on Secret Wars because it's more bright. It's not as hard to tell what's going on because with Secret Wars, everything's really dark. And sometimes I couldn't even see what's going on in the panel because it was so dark.
3: Well, hmm. and that hmm. is, that's uh, – that's so as not to – to confuse anybody that was secret war yeah secret which war. was with nick fury and right yeah um
4: he sends them all to a foreign country his secret a of warriors yeah. and
3: actually a really good book i haven't had that in stock in a while i might have to see if i can order it but that was a really good story yeah great art very dark but i agree yeah.
0: <laughs> i really enjoyed this surprisingly i wasn't sure what i was going to get um i saw mark wade on it i was like okay for the most part, Mark Wade is one of those guys that's pretty consistent with me. Um, and then uh, I'm not sure what I've read of Robinson. I know I've read something of Robinson's before. He did
4: Fantastic Four. That's all I really read from him.
0: I would not have read that. <laughs> so not not saying I don't like Fantastic. I just I I haven't read any Fantastic Four in years. So, but yeah, main story deals with Kingpin, kind of tracking down. Um, well kind of trying to track down a vault that Peter is connected to somehow. So yeah. they're trying to manipulate Pete throughout and the story, and his sister, Teresa, shows up trying to save him.
3: So right, and you know, I mean, because there's you you have at the very start, you have Kingpin conferring with Metallo. Uh, Mentalo. 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 Who what cares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I agree. He's just like a, but a C-
4: Maybe an F-lister But you, <laughs> you
3: know that Kingpin is is pulling all the strings and setting all this stuff up. Um, but you have, Metallo is, he, he's a mind-controlled dude, right? Yeah. D-list, mind-controller.
4: He's not even like a traditional Spider-Man villain. He just kind of like rotates.
3: Yeah. But you have, um, you have a scenario where r- right off the bat, you know that, somebody's messing with somebody's mind and it's probably ours as the reader you know Mm -hmm. um and so you you kind of doubt you know you have this this uh um introduction of Teresa parker who is pete's sister and that their parents were super spies um but you you figure that they're messing with pete's mind um and by the end of the story you don't know you know honestly there's doubt whether or not it is true or isn't true yeah you're you're left with the, uh, the notion that it could be canon it might not be canon i thought it was i thought it was really really well done yeah
4: yeah as far as the script goes i mean mark wade and um robinson they're both veterans they know what they're doing it's all um paced very well the dialogue flows it's almost the type of thing you could just read in one sitting and I did. not even I realize did. yeah it, you can't I even did. realize it's really that easy that it's to gone. get
0: through it, it flows really well mm-hmm. i mean it, it also helps that there's no like chapters in this considering it's a, an original graphic yeah. novel it just kind of goes so i just kind of kept going with it on you know sunday and i was like oh, okay cool
4: yeah and um, I, th- I think the graphic novel format works really well with um certain stories especially the trilogy that jim starlin put out recently um, the graphic novel worked a lot better than his recent miniseries were um, but my main complaint was Spider-Man and this is kind of like the one <laughs> big thing I really don't like that writers have done with his history it was Stanley and Ramita in a annual I think it was the 13th annual they revealed that his parents were secret agents and it, I just really don't like that aspect of Spider-Man's history no no, because like Peter Parker yeah. is a typical character and um, it's the whole Spider-Man, um, the whole like point of Spider-Man is he's he's just an everyday guy and he got hit bit by the spider and he's suddenly a superhero. It doesn't really make sense to me that, oh, his parents were secret agents. So it kind of runs in the family. Right. Yeah. And There's a
3: bit of a disconnect there between him growing up in in you know, the suburbs or exurbs with yeah. Aunt May and Uncle Ben and. Mom and dad being, you super know, spies. James Bond and,
4: uh, yeah, and the whole Atomic Blonde. <laughs> the whole, um, super spy thing hasn't really created many great stories either. Um, in the 90s, Peter's parents came back, but they were really androids sent by the chameleon, and it was a pretty mediocre story right before the Clone Saga. Ooh. And, um, this was being, this, story was published right before Amazing Spider-Man 2, the movie that came out um, most recently before Homecoming. Oh, and, and of course they were pushing the parents then. Um, you know, the whole mystery of um, Garfield finding out what his parents are doing. Mm-hmm. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if editorial told Wade and Robinson to use that aspect of the Spider-Man lore because it's usually kind of ignored and not many people really care enough to bring it up. Um, and I, I feel like it's better not to be brought up, but still the story is very well done, and I can't complain um, beyond that.
3: That's the that's the one reason why I like the you know, the introduction of Mentalo in there to 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 have this this level of doubt throughout. Like you don't mm-hmm. know, um, and if you if you choose to, to believe, well, no, that's not that that's too much of a departure from what I want my Spider Man to be. Then you can just take it that you know he was in pete's head making him believe that Mm -hmm. Um, that doesn't bother
0: me so much him having the the super spy parents or whatever but then again i'm not like a very discerning spider-man connoisseur as cody is (laughs) (laughs) as long as it's fun and and because if pete's quippy and is web slinging i'm pretty happy happy. pretty happy it's it's hard to go wrong with that because that formula works which wayne does really well by the way yeah
3: the his his kind of snark, yeah. that he brings in this, uh, I thought I thought it was it was yeah. Wait, it's always
0: really good with dialogue. Yeah. I I liked I liked how uh, they did Pete in this book, and I really liked how he did Kingpin. Yeah, he, he did Kingpin really well. He wrote a Kingpin that that felt right because whenever we reviewed that one Kingpin, that was, so I bad. was just like oh my god, no so bad. stop. Um, I really felt like Kingpin was the menacing. Uh, master planning villain that he should be in this, and I love how they resolve everything at the end. Yeah, <laughs> with something him. a lot of like fans don't
4: know, or like the fans who don't go deep into Spider-Man's history. Kingpin was originally a Spider-Man villain, you know, mm-hmm. and um, I felt like Wade got the chemistry between him and Spider-Man slash Peter pretty well. And um, spoilers at the end, he finds out that Peter is Spider-Man. And I felt like that was a really cool, um, like, reveal. Yeah, and the it, way and they it did would, it worked. And it would add really well to, like, the Spider-Man mythos. But then Mentalo, like, mind wipes Kingpin. So I felt like that was a missed opportunity.
3: That that was the one thing in this that really knocked it back for me was a bit of, it, it was kind of an ad hoc approach to fixing the story. Mm-hmm. You know, where he just, I mean, he, he ends up being, Mentalo ends up being a vegetable Kingpin forgets everything. He Everybody does it yeah. forgets everything, you know. Um, and that was like, well, that was a little contrived. Mm-hmm.
1: So, I don't know. They kind of leave it like, well, there's no guarantee he was mind wiped. Well, he, I think
4: but he was because
3: of
1: Kingpin babbling. showed
4: up recently in Spider-Man comics, uh, and so yeah, he, he doesn't really remember. He would have ru- ruined Peter's life like he did Matt's, <laughs> in born
0: again already. <laughs> so, do we want to do some stars. Sure. Roger.
3: Um, Four stars, and and I prefer this as it's a standalone, non-continuity Elseworlds, its own thing. Yeah, yeah. So, but four stars. I give it three and a half. Three and a half.
4: You
0: are a discerning
4: (laughs) Spider-Man. Nope,
0: nothing over three and a half today, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Kayla.
1: Four stars. Good story not big into this art good art just not my kind of art and yeah i don't care for the super spy parents <laughs>
0: <laughs> um for it. four stars uh spy parents don't bother me i really dug how he wrote spider-man and kingpin and the chemistry there and i, I dug the way he wrote teresa
3: so well and that the, oh, the yeah. spy parents for me this is you know my final note on this book and taking this as an Worlds thing it's not that that the super spy parents aren't his parents, but it's what he's made to believe, that he's got a sister and his parents. Because you know, a, a lot of, you know, look, a lot of everyday average kids, you know, imagine that their life is, you know, perhaps, you know, greater. You, you have the imagination, you know, that, that kind of runs away and creates these things. And that's kind of how I felt with this story, that he was, because he is such an average, you know, uh, guy that he you know he was kind of exploited into thinking that his parents were super spies mm. and he's got a sister that he has that he has a family that he's because he's never had family outside of Aunt May and Uncle Ben yeah God rest his soul <laughs> <laughs> but but um, you know so I, I kind of liked it it's, and that's where I think if you look at it from you know the exploitation of Pete's imaginations and secret longings that you know it, it makes it a really enticing read for me.
0: All right, we're going to go to some previews Uh, next week from Marvel Comics. We have Amazing Spider-Man number 30, and it's a Secret Empire Uh, tie-in. How do you feel about those? Well, I was just um,
4: right before the podcast in my car, I was reading the Amazing Spider-Man 29 with um, the first part of the Secret Empire, and it's pretty good so far. They've got Imonim on art, and he's probably the best artist on Spider-Man since, like, um, probably Caselli. And... um, the story was pretty good. It's cool to see Dr. Octopus back. That's the villain. slot writes the best, of course.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Alright, cool. And the most. And the most. <laughs> and the most.
0: Um, then we have Deadpool 33, Secret Empire, Defenders number 3, Edge of Venomverse number 2 of 5, Generation X number 4, Hulk number 8, Hulk or blah blah blah. Old Man Logan number 26, Secret Warriors number 4, it's another Secret Empire tie-in. Spider Man uh, number one of five. Is that what we're going to review next week? It's, I think it's Spider Man 2. Yeah, spi- Spider Man 2. Spider Man
3: 2. Number, number one yeah. of five. You
0: know, um, another
4: Bendis cash grab. <laughs> 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 I want to find out what happened, though. The <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, I would. The 616 I, Miles Morales. Because yeah. that's where uh, the 616 uh, Pete Googles Miles yeah. Yeah. Morales yeah. to it's see. It's been more than four years. Yeah, well, it's also been a long time. Yeah. He
4: always says he's going to do a sequel. I guess he's finally got oh, around yeah. to it.
3: Barring any mishaps, I think that's the book I would like to review. Um, if not, the backup will probably be the Old Man Logan. Okay. Um, that was that the uh, the twenty five issue was actually pretty good. Um, so. it was a
0: slaughter fest, right? Yep. Sweet. Can't go wrong with that. Uh, then we have Star Wars Darth Vader number three. They are cranking that book out. Uh, Star Wars Doctor Aphra number nine. Uncanny Avengers number twenty five, which is a Secret Empire tie in. Venom number one fifty two. Uh, Weapon X, number five, and that's a WMD tie-in, which is I guess is going across Hulk and X-Books right now. Yeah, or something. books. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, X-Men Blue, number seven, Secret Empire, and that's it from Marvel. From DC Comics, we have Action Comics, number 983, American Way, Those Above and Below, number one, which I think is a Vertigo title. Um,
3: yeah, and that's... Um, that's based on a series that came out in the 90s, I think. Uh, Larry Douglas recently read that and was, was talking to me about it. It sounds super interesting. Are we going to review that? Maybe. Yeah. If, if that is a Vertigo book, I'll probably treat that as the indie and, and we'll review it because uh, there's nothing indie coming out next week.
0: I'm pretty sure it's Vertigo. Because okay. there was a, there's been a couple of uh, backup like teasers in the DC books, and I'm okay. fairly certain it's Vertigo. Okay, I
3: Rope. think maybe maybe we'll go to that with the indie. Okay, that or Ponies. Yes, right. it's Vertigo. Is it? Thanks. Yeah, sweet.
0: Uh, Batgirl and the Birds of Prey number twelve, Dark Days the casting number one. All right, yes, we might have to yes. Redo, Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, Forge was uh, was so fun. Yeah, yeah I want wanna
0: uh, Detective Comics number 960 flash number 26 Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Court number 24 uh, Justice League of America number 10 Neil Gaiman American Gods Sh- how did that end up in this list that's a <laughs> that's an indie. whoopsie new Superman number 13 red hood and the outlaws number 12 uh, scooby apocalypse number 15 Suicide Squad number 21 Supergirl number 11 Superwoman number 12 Titans number 13 and Wonder Woman number 26 and that I believe is the new arc with Shea Fontana writing thank God Um, I can actually read Wonder Woman again Uh, From indie comics we have deadly class number 29 eternal Empire number 3 harbinger renegade number 5 invader Zim number 21 Johnny Yay (laughs) uh killer be killed number 10 my little pony friendship is magic number 56 rose number four and spongebob comics number 70 also the neil game and american god shadows number five so is that what we're gonna do we're gonna do the casting as our dc book and then american yeah, way and i
3: think yeah that's that's, the, w- that's what we'll plan on okay for now that's as always subject to change <laughs>
0: For graphic novels, we have 4001 AD Deluxe Hardcover coming out. We have The Birthright Trade Paperback Volume 5 coming out. Curse Words Trade Paperback Volume 1 is out. Uh, Invader Zim Hardcover Volume 1 is out. Hardcover? Hardcover, Johnny. (laughs) (laughs) Dope. Got so excited. Yes. Uh, Justice League Trade Paperback Volume 3, The Timeless. Uh, she Hulk Tree Paperback Volume 1, Deconstructed. And Roger, what is our graphic
3: novel that we're reviewing next week? Godbomb. Oh,
0: <laughs> no, I'm not gonna be
4: here. Nope.
3: With uh yes. I think it's Dave Ramirez Thor. and Ian. Uh Robbins is gonna guest next week. He's gonna be Johnny. So Ian. Yeah. Oh Godbomb. Oh no, I'm not gonna so be here Ian's Practice on. your Johnny.
2: I'm sad.
0: <laughs> Ian's voice is way too deep to be Johnny. He'll just have to go like this. Give him a lot of humor. He can do it. Uh, All right. That's going to be
3: a fun read next week. Um, I just got a question Um. from uh, David Revis. Do you want to
0: hold it for... Yeah, go ahead. When we did trivia, we didn't answer who won last week either. It
3: was... uh, I think it was David Revis. Was it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. We only had one winner. Because uh, that was was it
2: Nathan Orman
4: Trout who's standing right here Nathan
3: did no. you win last year? No. No, no, no oh that's the the Rocket Girl feed um, no it's the second email there Johnny it
4: was David
3: Reed who were the four uh, X Men introduced in Giant Size X Men Number one? Oh, what was the Storm answer? Nightcrawler Colossus and uh, the Thunderbird yeah Thunderbird.
2: Thunderbird so
0: three of those four have become like staples in the X. Because I don't yes. remember Thunderbird. There's Thunderbird, but he's
2: not around that much. That's what I mean. Is the yeah. other
0: the three are like staples within yeah. the X Men universe. Yeah, Thunderbird's I, not really.
3: Yeah, well, the one I always I like mix him up with Warpath, but oh, okay. I don't. I, yeah, I Warpath. Tell you I remember. Is yeah, I, I couldn't tell you who Thunderbird is.
0: I can't tell you what Warpath's power is, but I know he was the dude that had the knives and just slaughtered people. Yeah. So. <laughs>
2: power.
0: Yeah um anyway uh so news we don't have a whole heck of a lot of news the biggest thing roger is the thing that you had told us about is uh for the first time in 44 years mile high comics is not going to be at comic-con yeah. in san diego
3: yeah and probably the well in, in there's uh there's an article out there you guys can read it i i would recommend reading it it's it's pretty much you know a dissertation on on the decline of Comic Con or of comics in Comic Con <laughs> yeah. yeah you know um, I and mean, we've known this for a long time that that it's it should be San Diego Pop Con yep.
4: yeah I mean um, I I try to get into Comic Con every year and I always fail this last year I just didn't even try work
3: for us oh it did no
2: <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I said come work for us oh, come.
0: oh apparently I've been promoted to assistant manager uh, as I go to to work at uh, Comic Con this year <laughs>
4: um i don't know it's just not about the comics anymore i think everybody knows
0: that i think there's a there's a good chunk that still is like you go to your your indie book panels and dc panels marvel panels that's still there but that's not the predominant focus anymore yeah the predominant focus is tv shows and movies yep
3: Yep.
1: but comic-con sounds better than than the
3: the good thing for the comic fans is that you go to you go to comic-con you look getting in on any of the panels with any of the creators uh, is that you easy. want is easy. Hmm. There's no lines you walk. And now, and they're they're usually a pretty full room. Okay, don't we? It's not like, you know, it's it's three guys in crickets. You yeah. know, <laughs> watching you know uh, Dan Slott talk about Spider Man or or Jeff Johns talk. Yeah, <laughs> talk about. Oh, it uh,
0: it was it, Jeff Johns was in and uh, Scott for the Jeff Johns uh, panel that I was at and Scott Snyder. They, they were full. I mean, yeah. people they still have. Yep. a following the,
3: yep and there's plenty of comic guys that go there and they still they still pack a room but they're pretty good at putting them in rooms that'll hold you know hold the number of people that I have. it's just not it's not 6,000 yeah people. it's not Hall H yeah.
0: where all the the big movie bombs are gonna get dropped for but that day but for
3: the comic pans uh, it's it's actually really good uh, panels are easy to get onto yep um there's like a, and there's just a lot less comics on the floor that yeah I, you that you know. can
0: go check out by because my we should say mile high had a j has typically had a gigantic booth where you can and because you said they changed the game with comic rating and all that stuff yeah right? oh well the,
3: I mean they're one of the you know the biggest players in the history of collectible comics
0: yeah like, and they're from back east so no, they're no? from Colorado are they yeah. oh I thought they were further. Than that. Mile high, Denver Oh yeah, Denver, Colorado. So duh. I thought it was further. Sorry. Dude, I I was just saying the other day like how screwed my geography has become. Because somebody was talking about like Wisconsin, I was like, "Yeah, that's like up by Michigan, right?" And I looked on a map, I was like, "No, that's nowhere it near not Michigan. Not <laughs> no,
3: Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just across the lake."
0: It used to me? But uh, like, you have to understand where I was talking about. Like, no. it was not anywhere close. It's more by Nebraska. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I need to go back and take geography all over again because I don't know where <laughs> anything's at anymore. I can find
4: Azerbaijan on a map, cause, but I don't know where any of the states are. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Not
0: as bad. Um, anyway, so that's really the only cool. b- news besides a bunch of obviously Spider-Man's coming out t- t- tonight, Today. tomorrow yeah. for for you know the official release. But um, other than that, it's just movie news and whatnot as far as actual comic news. So it's kind of a sad day in comic oh. history that. Well, for the first time in forty four years, my eye is not gonna be representing at uh, Comic Con. They put
4: a little bit of um details out for Legacy finally, Marvel Legacy. And I guess um Pac's still on Incredible Hulk. They're That's a shame. They're doing some kind of like a planet
3: Hulk story or, yeah And yeah. then they've yeah, got Yeah, they a, got they, got a, they um, revealed the solicit for Hulk seven oh eight.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you
0: guys
3: can't see the, look the eye on roll. Roger's face.
4: Yeah. And then they've yeah. got a, a new crossover. They're apologizing to the fans by giving us a Mojo Verse crossover or something like that. Mojo World? <laughs>
3: Mojo Verse. I don't know. Nice. It's,
4: it's something with Mojo. I'm sure the X Men fans are ecstatic. Are you going How- to read
2: Venom Verse? Is that a thing?
4: That? Yeah, Venom Verse is a thing, unfortunately.
3: Cash grab.
4: Yeah, it's sad, though, because Marvel releases their first legacy book with Venom. It does really well, and then they immediately, not even, like, waiting a few months, they immediately screw over the fans with a Venom crossover Nobody Wants written by Colin Bunn.
0: <laughs> 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 yes! <laughs> oh, You're not Cody. alone, Jonathan. Oh, that's so great.
1: Um, so happy right now.
3: Anyway. I got to go. go I got duty calls. Sweet. Um, but, yeah, Cody, what do you think about Legacy? Just give us, like, yeah. uh, a 30-second you know thoughts on
4: that yeah nothing's going to change it's all just the same t- creative teams um Dan a staying on spider-man unfortunately um <laughs> i i wrote something about this earlier um on spiderfan.org um, i said something i had a really good line it's like a rip-off, a, rip a half-hard rip-off of DC's
0: Rebirth or something like that. Yeah, that's what we've been saying is it's a poor I'm, man's Rebirth. I'm not even
4: buying the Legacy one-shot because it's like six bucks, and they've got Venomverse going that month, and I, I'm i spending all my
0: money on Venomverse. If you could, because uh, you said, unfortunately, about Dan Slott still writing Spider-Man, who yeah. would you want to take over? Oh, that's a hard one. Because... Um, I mean, like, we were ri- talking a little bit earlier, and there is some slot stories that you do like, or whatever. Yeah, I mean, for the, the most book. part,
4: I feel like Slot's a really good writer, mm-hmm. but ever since Superior ended, things have really slowed down. And <laughs> the amount of, like, head bobbing yeah. from Johnny right? There. He's like, preach. Yeah. And I still feel like his book is one of the stronger ones I pick up, mm-hmm. but I'm just ready for a new voice, because he's been on since the beginning of Brand New Day, you know? Yeah. So is and that why you
0: like Zdarsky's Spectacular so
4: yeah, much? Yeah, Zdarsky's Spectacular—it had like a lot of creative energy. He's got a lot of um, ideas right from the get-go. That slot I feel is lacking right now. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, let him write it. I'm down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd like to see Zdarsky do it, but I mean, they just relaunched a or launched a book with him writing it. It might only go six issues, and they put him on it. <laughs> I don't know, you know, Marvel. Yeah, um, but I'm not really too impressed with many of the writers at Marvel right now. I'd almost wish they'd get a veteran, maybe put
0: Peter David on. Amazing. Or Mark Wade again. That'd be good. Jeremy Whitley. Jeremy Whitley. I, I think they're content leaving Whitley on uh, Unstoppable Wasp.
2: I just want him on every book.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's how you burn a writer out, Johnny. That's true or maybe something like a Jason Aaron, that'd be But see, once again Jason Aaron's the go-to for everything Marvel too. He's the one writing legacy. He's like
4: the only writer who who actually has a, a name that's respectable <laughs> who was around like earlier when you had Remander and Hickman. Is he considered an
0: architect? Kelly Sue. I think he was cuz it's Bendis, there's
4: it a was couple Bendis of architects, Bendis. I'd never want to see him on a, a mainstream Spider-Man <laughs> book. And <laughs> this, this is coming from like my favorite comic book series is probably Bendis's Ultimate like the original one with Mark yeah. Bagley.
3: Yeah, it was really good.
4: But it's just like ever since he left, maybe even like he left Avengers maybe earlier, I just haven't dug anything he's put out. Cuz he's been replaced by a scroll. Yeah. Uh, it's not It's, it's a scroll.
0: It's it's not dude, I mean, there's, his there's such a departure from good his, Bendis to Scroll Bendis.
4: His early like his first arc for Invincible Iron Man before he like relaunched it with Doctor Doom and the uh, that one girl yeah. um, it was a really good arc but then right after that it just like you could he starts things and then he gets distracted yeah. and I feel like what would work with Bendis is if he just kind of stopped doing the monthly thing because he's just bored with the monthly comics if he just started doing graphic novels because then he can make a single statement puts it out there he doesn't have to think about it anymore because he forgets what he's doing that's well, what he when does you
0: write as many titles as Bendis does too Seminary yeah books. <laughs> Yeah. I just and he's always
4: getting continuity screwed up. But that's been just since the beginning because, like, way back in um, New Avengers Breakout, he was referring to Carnage like it was the Carnage from the Ultimate Universe.
0: <laughs> I love having you on, dude, because you're, like, tight Cody's, with the Marvel, like, continuity and stuff. You're yeah. picking up where I, like, have no knowledge whatsoever. We need to make you a regular. <laughs>
3: well, now, Cody's a guy that will send in questions to Dan Slott, too, and stuff. And, question about right yeah i, mean, I, got, a, had, I got a i got a couple a letter,
4: i got a letter published in superior spider-man number two of course it's the cover where he's like making out with mary jane so i was kind of ambivalent showing people <laughs> but what was cool. the
0: question
4: well it wasn't so much a question i was just kind of like saying how i was excited for superior um or that was even before superior had been announced i just said like something's going to happen after 700 and i'm excited for it it wasn't like it was before. I was kind of sick of lot Okay, very cool,
0: mm-hmm. dude. Well, but he's
3: still. had. I, I mean, I agree with you. I think he he's had a. He's been a really good steward of Spider-Man. He's had mm-hmm. he's had some really great moments. I think I thought Superior was fantastic. Yeah, I thought that was just that you know everything that did that. I think he's overplayed the billionaire Pete. Yes. Uh, by a year at least. Mm-hmm. Year, year um, and a half. That's what we were talking but, about yesterday. Um. But I, I would like to see somebody else come on.
4: And it looks like Billionaire Pete's going down soon. He's got an Osborne art coming around, but uh, i just like to see a new voice on the title. Yep. And that's kind of... It's really nice that we have Zarsky doing a secondary Spider-Man book. It's been a while since we've had a secondary one. I think, like, right before Brand New Day, they just... Yeah. Well, of well
2: how, Avenging Spider-Man. How, oh, yeah.
0: How long has... Slot been on Spider-Man now because it's he's yeah. been on since Brand like six years.
2: Well, no more since. So yeah. ten
0: years, yeah. eleven years. But 10, 11
4: but years. with Brand New Day, he was one of the art writers yeah, who's was switching off. Yeah. And like near the end of time. Brand New Day, he kind of stopped writing as much, and people kind of thought he was phasing out. And then they gave the title to him, on, and he's in, time, right? yeah in yeah. 2011. He's been on Sing Singular by himself ever since.
0: Okay. Wow. That's Although
4: he has Gauge come in and write. With him sometimes, and Gage is usually pretty good at matching with Slot. If anybody at Marvel was to replace Slot right now, yeah. I think they'd probably choose Gage. Chris, Gage. Gage. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I've read a couple of arcs by him. He's good. Yeah, he's pretty good. So, cool, man, dude. Thanks for all the comments. <laughs> <laughs> On top of it, man. All right, questions.
3: Yes. Okay. David Reeves texted a question just about fifteen minutes ago. It's It's fresh. Sweet. Uh, so fresh, I have no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> so, John, uh, Jonathan, I think this is pretty much yeah, aimed at you. Oh okay? God! Because we'll, we'll we'll go, we'll go uh, uh, clockwise here. What are you got? What are you guys' thoughts on the upcoming miniseries, Nightwing: The New Order? I got no idea what that is. I didn't know it no. was coming okay. out. Okay. No Taylor. idea. Okay, Jonathan, what are your I mean, thoughts on <laughs> if, if on Nightwing, I'm not the mistaken,
0: they're doing a miniseries with Nightwing that takes place in the future where Nightwing is apparently taken over. Uh, like, the, the world. What? Yeah. Like like, yeah. I'm not even joking. No. It's, yeah, it's Kyle something. Pickens. It's something. It, now, it is written by someone who's good, but if I'm not mistaken, it's like he's kind of taken over, like, and is running the show. Yeah. That's, That's not dick. I know. Our heroes are human, quote. Yeah.
4: It's just him being a dick.
0: So, I I rolled my <laughs> eyes when I saw the solicit, uh, David. Um, granted, it could be good and I could just have to, to get past the, the, the notion of Dick being kinda like a dictator. Yeah. And I don't know. I'll I'll i am sure I'll thumb through the first issue when we get it in and see what it's like. I don't I don't like the premise at all. I'm I'm done with our heroes being like the the guys that take over and I just I I I think it's just rehashing an old idea. But I thought you really liked Injustice. Johnny, <laughs> I'm gonna smack you so hard, son. Yeah, looking at the the bio here, it's like basically yeah, in an alternate universe, Dick Grayson yeah. is in charge of the whole world. Yep, and it basically the world starts to turn on the
3: Bat Family. And then what? The, the beneficent dictator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's the title. Okay. I was waiting for G-I-C-K-T-O-R. somebody. To say. <laughs>
0: <T-O-R>. <laughs> um, I can't help myself. <laughs> so yeah, I, I was thinking the T-H-O-R. same thing. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, it could be good it's Kyle Higgins Kyle Higgins is a, is a capable writer yeah. um, especially if he's the one that came up with the concept it could be a fun book um, but I just I'm s- yeah, I, hey look if it's an inspired idea it's an inspired yeah. idea
3: and whether or not we think it's good we don't know where it's going to go or where yeah. it's going to end so um, so I'd give it a well, chance but yeah. I'm just
0: burnt out on, on just
3: that premise yeah. I really am so. sounds but like
4: I, a book slot would be on <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm, t- I'm too excited for casting and, yeah. and metal right yeah. now. Yeah, so. the only thing that I and I, I then I'm, Doomsday Clock. When is this coming out? November. No, who cares about Nightwing? Oh it's, no, no August. It's Doomsday oh, Clock. You're doing, August. You're releasing okay. at the
0: same time as Metal. That's like that's suicide for that book. What is? Yeah. This? At the end of August. Yeah. Okay. The miniseries though. It's only a few. All I can say is, okay. Snyder keeps tweeting.
3: Well, because you got Metal and and yeah, and, in and, uh, and Doomsday Clock in November. That book's going to get swallowed
0: yeah. whole. Snyder keeps tweeting little teaser images that he's getting from Capullo, um, from Metal. And, like, the first one was uh, something like... It was a it was a panel of Mongol laughing that Capullo had yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. And he captioned it with, But people are tired of summer event comics. And it just showed, like, Mongol laughing or whatever. And it's just, like, they're poking fun of the idea of a summer event comic with the fact that they're doing a summer event comic and snyder keeps saying dude this is a bonkers like balls to the wall story so i'm just like yes lay it on me i'm ready nice so uh that's the only thing i'm thinking about like coming like dc summer like i like i said i'll probably flip through nightwing new order but it's like you said it's gonna get swallowed with everything else it may end up
3: look i mean it it may end up being Awesome. Yeah. We if,
0: well, like we, like you just said, if it's an inspired story, then then sure. Now,
2: is anything else interesting coming out in September, or can we review all of the one shots
0: <laughs> for Marvel, <laughs> for DCs and legacy? Oh, for DC. The okay. Bat one shots.
3: Yeah, the, the, I want to read those Batman one shots.
0: You, you actually have to read them, Matt. I'll read them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to Mr.
3: Miracle, but that's a 12 issue uh, maxi series. Oh uh, uh, yes. That's gonna be a that's gonna be a slow yeah. burn.
0: That's the other one too that I'm just like. That once again, Mr. Miracle's coming out from from yeah. Tom King, right? Tom King, King, and Ms. Jared's. So, very well known creative team. So I, mm. uh, it's tough to be excited about Nightwing <laughs> New World Order when especially you, when it's an alternate universe. It isn't even like yeah, it doesn't Earth affect one, anything. Yeah. So, I don't know. It could be good. It really could be. But I just. With everything, look, I, metal, doomsday clock. That's what's on my radar. Like, that's i like, yes, give it to me now. Like, that's what I want. So, anyway, um, no other questions? That's it. I'm so disappointed in you, Carlos. Johnny, what? I have three questions. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so, uh, what's your favorite Spider-Man villain? All of you. My favorite Spider-Man villain?
2: mm
0: mm-hmm. um,
4: Cody. <laughs> all right. This one's hard, but I'm gonna have to like go back to when I was first collecting comics. Whenever I would see Venom on the cover, I'd instantly buy it. So you have a special place in your heart. Yeah, and Venom—he's had some good stories. Most of them aren't good, but I don't care. I love Venom. What did you think that's of cool. Rick Remender's? Oh yeah, Agent Rick Remender is easily the best Venom writer. Boom! Because that's it, my yeah. favorite.
0: That's my favorite Venom yeah. story. He's also the, the best Venom. Deadpool
3: writer. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. And then My, and then Colin
4: Byne came right. on the title for Venom and screwed it all up.
3: <laughs> <laughs> mine is I, I think mine is Rhino. Hmm. I love I I love his his story, you know. He yeah,
0: has kind of a tragic past, right? Yeah. You mean with the brand new
3: day
4: stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good. That was probably the best um, relaunch
3: of a character for that. I really really liked that story. Uh, I thought it was really good, and especially that one where they brought in the the. I mean, they were basically trying to upgrade all of uh, you know the senate was the sinister six right through yeah. that where the um, they brought in the the mech suit rhino yeah who it was trying to beat uh is it victor
4: i don't remember it's been a while since anyway I read Brand trying Branded.
3: to beat the the og rhino to you know oh his name's not victor his...
4: it's something russian
3: yeah <laughs> <laughs> victor
2: <Something.
0: laughs> yep that's the one i think just from the cartoon, because I didn't get a chance to read a whole lot of Spider-Man when I was younger, but I always loved, like I said earlier, the look of Hobgoblin more than <laughs> the Green Goblin, uh-huh. so I always thought he was a great one, especially because they just made him crazy in the cartoon. <laughs> um, I liked him, and then um, for some reason Mysterio, I just because of all the quips that Spider-Man would make about him having a fishbowl head and all that good. stuff, Like I always <laughs> just, yeah, I just, I dug that, so.
1: Doc Ock. I know well, he technically wasn't a villain in Superior's, sort of, but I still love
0: him. But Dog Ock's a staple of Spider-Man. Yeah. He's probably the
3: Spider-Man. I don't know man. that much man. about Spider-Man. But I'm he's family. He married Aunt May. <laughs> oh, <all> right. <laughs> oh, my God. He's
2: Pete's so cool. <laughs> pe-
3: stepdad. I was talking, Evil
4: stepdad. I was talking to my friend about how um, when Peter was um, transplanted into Otto's body, like in the lead-up to Amazing Spider-Man 700, he re- relives everything Otto did. No. Right, and he's like, no, no. 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 I unseen that. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> All yep. right.
0: What was the other questions, Johnny? Well, um, I'm only going to leave you with one more. Okay.
2: Uh, most cool. people would say Batman is a furry. Would you agree?
4: <laughs> yes. We can
0: skip no! no. <laughs> Shopee! You green fight. jay! Get out of here!
2: This
0: is a kid's show. <laughs> Bat- that's furry. Why? I mean, why like, did we have to come back to that? What's your, I mean, last,
2: what's your last question,
0: Johnny? You think about it like no. all of
4: Spider Man's villains are furries.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dear God, what have I done with the statement I made last week? We can't talk
2: this your about, fault. about that on this. Fine, show. fine.
0: My last question is um, you guys don't really, well, Jonathan, you don't really talk about Marvel that much. So, what is your favorite Marvel story ever? Oh, favorite Marvel story ever?
1: Yeah. Young Avengers. <laughs>
0: Anyway. That's a Kieran Gillen one and yeah. McKelvey.
1: Captain but Marvel's close, but Young That's a good
0: one. Favorite. Cody, talk more so I can think about yeah. what my favorite Marvel story is.
4: Well, this one's hard for me because I like different stories for different reasons. But my favorite one's probably Kraven's Last Hunt. I know it's kind of, like, typical, but... We almost
3: reviewed that. Yeah. <laughs> Larry, what's except, up? Except now it's packaged into, like, a 18-issue book. Yeah, now they give you all the... It's yeah. <laughs> $35. Instead of the, what what is it, four or five issues? Yeah, it's six I've gotta, issues.
0: I've probably got to go just recent memory, because I don't have a lot of old Marvel that I've read. So Hickman's Avengers. Mm. That, that was pretty good. Like, uh, they're supposed to be releasing an omnibus with everything he's done. <laughs> I think like, they're well, releasing like, a few. Yeah, well, it's $125. Yeah, it's something ridiculous. Um, I I kind of drooled a little bit when I saw the solicit. I was like, mm, I might need to get that. So um, yeah, you have to be very patient to read it. Though. Yes, okay. it's a slow burn yeah. for sure. But when but when Timm does out, that really yeah. well. So I would have to go recent recent memory. So I, I love John [and] so I I'd, I'd have to say his Avengers run, all the way through to when he destroyed everything.
3: <laughs> Mine's gonna be Ed Brubaker's Captain America. Oh, oh yeah, Marvel. that's really oh, good too. Oh. I forgot. Yes, America. I'm
0: gonna throw that as like a, like right up there with that choice. Also, I forgot. That's really good. really good. Captain America number twenty five. Still
3: one of my favorite single comic issues ever. But there are. I mean, Marvel's got some great stories for me. Um that captain america rick remender's uncanny x-force which mm. was a phenomenal run I, see
0: now i'm remembering Yes, yeah, so that
3: one on there too jason aaron's god, Thor, god bomb god butcher god bomb we're reviewing next week um planet Hulk all those. by Greg pack probably the best hulk story ever told um hickman's uh secret wars uh that's that's, Avengers, that's a little uh, more yeah. fractions
0: Hawkeye run. that's good. Fractions, that's fractions good. Hawkeye really good. I run. I
3: have the omnibus for that. It's fantastic. Um, there's there's no shortage of good stories. Uh, yeah, I think it's usually when when you know Marvel editorial or the Mouse stays out of the way unless yeah. the creators tell the stories that they were inspired to tell mm-hmm. um, then you know it, yeah.
1: Cool.
0: Well, uh, we don't have any new reviews, right, no. Johnny? You checked?
3: Yeah.
0: Cool. So, guys, if you like what you're hearing, rate, review, subscribe, share it with your friends. Leave okay. us a review. It makes Johnny sad. Like Johnny gets sad every week. Mm-hmm. Sadder and sadder. I he's just actually, a shriveled shell of a former self. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> without, without any, as he's eating dried bananas. They're so good. I know, they are. Um, If you guys want to go above and beyond, you can support us on patreon.com slash allstarcomicspodcast. You can get on us a little for a dollar. The $3 level gets you the exclusive content. Um, If you want to keep track of everything at the shop, you can follow at Horizon Comics on Twitter and Instagram and like Horizon Comics on Facebook. Kayla, I'll start with you. If anybody wants to keep up with you.
1: Remembered me. Yes. At Kayla Danvers on Instagram and Twitter-ish.
0: Johnny since you're still sitting here.
2: Oh, you can follow me everywhere at the Johnny 2X4. <laughs>
0: Cody, I, just I have absolutely no social media. You're probably better off for it. That's I am, God bless Yeah, you. God bless you, child. Uh, I am at St. Jonathan on Twitter I and Instagram. I want to be Cody. <laughs> <laughs> Cody, thank you for being on. Happy birthday. We'll Happy have birthday. You. birthday. We'll have to have you on again. I'll even share my potato salad. Yes. Uh, for all your audio and video game needs, he doesn't have his mic, Hydra55 five five on Twitter and Instagram, and Hydra, Hydra Gaming Hydra. Podcast. <laughs> New episode went up yesterday, right? Nope. No? Filming it today. Oh, filming today. Well, holiday. Every, every holiday day. threw today. everything off. <laughs> we hope you had a safe 4th of July, you guys. Thank you for listening a day later. We'll see you next week. Love you guys. Bye.